gentlemen, this is not I Sell Comics. This is technically the Ming and Mike show. But today it's... Today it's the Mike and Mike show. We think alike. It's very true. Mm. It's. Uh, I'd like to introduce my special guest, Michael Nathanson. Uh, you may remember him from... What? I said good evening. Oh, okay. I just um, tried to... You tried to blend. Yeah. I'm working on my podcast. So, Michael had um, Michael's been with us before, yeah. and you you were on the I Sell Comics podcast that we were doing. We were talking about your time uh, on Punisher and how much fun you had getting killed. Yeah, it was a blast. Now I can just say I got killed and I'm dead. I, I hate these headphones. I'm taking them off. I I, I didn't think that you no, were no, gonna no, like them. It's the same so, thing when I go, when I do a voiceover audition. Mm-hmm. They always give you the option of putting headphones sure. on, and I always say no, because I, I find that I just it, you know you get into your own head. Of course. And do. now I can't hear myself. And now after I've done that, now I want to put the headphones back of on. Of course you do. Because I feel like I don't even. But guess what? Here you go. If it makes you feel better. No, I'm no, I don't. No, 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 no. You no, look no, like because the, you the, run the, the you run the show. So no, no, the, this is perfectly fine. Um, and it also messes up my beautiful hair. I so. just wear hats all the so time. Screw now. that noise. Um, so you had gotten in touch with me the last week, about last week, two weeks ago, and you wanted to podcast. And you said, "Where are we? When are we podcasting, yeah, boys?" Man. I wanted to podcast with you guys, and then you were like, "Well, I got a a slot open because my partner's going to be out of town." I'm like, "Thank God!" Yeah, I'm trying like, to get well, exactly. I didn't want to podcast with him. I wanted to podcast with you. Shit! Yeah, he was on the he was on the text chain. But I didn't uh, realize he was on the text chain. Oh, I fucked that up. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. Ming. <laughs> That's what happens. No, I was sad that he was going to be here, but I'm happy to fill in, and uh, you know, I'll try to uh, admirably uh, blend. You're blending fine. Thank you so You're much. Good. Thank you so much. So, um, the, what should we talk about? That's that was the question. You're like, what are we going to talk about? I just assumed that you were going to have like, oh, this week we're talking about X, Y. Like, how much do you guys plan out what you actually talk about? In Ming. Advance? Plans out a lot. Me, I plan out nothing. So basically, we're screwed. So yeah, we are. We are so dead right now. Just the, is, it's yeah. the Titanic. But a, but a wish. But a studio oh. version. Yeah, you like, wish it was a Titanic. No, no. You wish we were that good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's talk about. Um, we can talk about lots of things. We can talk about whatever the hell we want. But uh, you know, let, let's talk about Albany for a moment, and sure. this could segue into something really cool. Because you and I are of, you're younger than me, but yet we have the same taste in movies. Yes. And you were watching movies around the same time I was. Yeah. So we went up to Albany. <laughs> we had we were up in, at the Albany. Uh, it was Empire State Con, and we were hanging out with uh, Amanda Wiss. Yes, and Amanda Wiss. Lovely. And talented Amanda Wiss. Incredibly gorgeous and kind and intelligent Amanda Wiss. Are you watching? She's probably not. If it were Ming's feed, I don't know if she's like on my feed. Although I I, I think I know we're friends on Facebook. Amanda Amanda's like, oh Mike is on uh if it were Ming, I turn I tune in. She is uh she's super cool. Yeah, well we both love her from Better Off Dead and lots of other Absolutely. movies. Absolutely. I grilled her. We all went out to dinner one night. It was you and me and O'Halloran and Ming and um some other folks. MJ and Spidey MJ and Spidey. Yes. Yeah. Can we not give away their real names? They That's not. Yeah. That's not. Okay. Yes. And um yeah, we were all hanging out and uh and the movie that I was grilling her about was Silverado, because Silverado is one of my all-time favorite movies. I'm you obsessed. and me both. Yeah. My favorite first off, my favorite western oh, that's Hannah. not Deadwood. Um, okay, but you're—that's t- it's still TV, so you gotta just yeah. Western. You say it's 
But it's HBO. Yeah, it's not TV. I know, I know. It's HBO. Okay. Is that even apply anymore? Is I'm, that like a thing? I guess. I, I'm also trying uh, to get HBO to oh, pick up Comic Book Man. <laughs> hey, and, um, yeah, can we just say, can we have a moment with Comic Book about, to talk about that? Yeah, we can, sure, absolutely. Yeah, because uh, I, well, I just want to say that like I've been a huge fan of Comic Book Man for years, and a Kevin Smith fan for many, many years, and I hope someday I get to run into the man. Someday. I know we'll, you're going to make that happen. We'll make it happen. Just um, for you. No, but just fun, it's just so funny, like, He's been such a big influence on me, and the Comic Men show was such a great. Show. I mean, there's like a, not a lot of geek shows on. There's not a lot of sh- uh, TV shows or, or anything really that, that celebrate what we all love, no. the movies and all this sort of geek culture and stuff like that. No, in, every, in a cool like way. Yeah, every once in a while you'll get something on Pawn Stars or yeah. Hardcore Pawn yeah. or whatever the. Is that even still a thing, Hardcore Pawn? I love. That's the one in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, I got really obsessed with all of those shows, okay. like Storage Wars and Hardcore Pawn. Like they all kind of came out, started like like domino effect. Yeah, and the then shows. Storage Wars, you, you, every once in a while they'll have like, oh, oh, that's a forty dollar bill right there. Um, oh, was that Daryl Sheets? That's Daryl. Yeah, nice. doing Thank a Daryl. You. you do a Daryl Sheets, d- decent Daryl Sheets. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It got weird though. It became like a rogues gallery of weirdos yeah, like, on that show. That, like the, all the the new people. Yeah, the dude that was uh, what was I forget his name, but he was the like the drug dealer. Everyone thought he was a drug dealer, and it turned out he was. Oh, was he? Oh, yes. I missed that one. Oh, one yeah. of the guys was. Oh, well, dra- he's he's dead. The the guy who died. There, a guy died from yeah. storage wars. Not 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 from storage. Yeah, <laughs> he, got, you know, he got hit with a, with a cage. Exactly. No, no, no. I know. I mean, no, wait. What was what was the guy's name? Uh, I forget. Uh, I missed that story. I'm sure there's somebody out there who oh, that's can hilarious. tell us. Someone's going to uh, say Of it. all seven people who are watching. But we really just went on a huge tangent. Anyway, we did. I love Comic Book Men, and I'm a huge fan, Thank and you. I was very sad when I heard the news, and I read the news, and I was bummed out, and I texted you guys, and I was like, God damn it. Yeah. God damn it. I Come know. on. Sorry, not our... It, hey, if it no, worked us, we would have kept going. Um, but... We should start a show called Comic-Con Men, and it's just us like hanging out at Comic-Cons, because people should hang out with us at Comic-Cons. We it's actually pitched that. I threw that... The hell, at... man. W- wouldn't that be great? Yes, and you would have to have me hanging out with you of guys. Of course. Well, actually, it would be us, and you can come. All- Why not the three of us? Mike, Ming, and Mike. Dude, we yeah, Ming sandwich and Mike on either end. Nice. Ew. Yeah, gross. So I'm the Ju- although I'm Brian- the Jewish rye, and you're the Wonder Bread. All right, good enough. Yeah. Am I really? I'm. Yeah, I am. I mean, I compared wonder- to me, that's all. I am really Wonder Bread. I'm very white. Um, Pepperidge Farm. I could be the pepper bomb. Yeah. So we'll thin that bread. Yeah, we'd thrown that out there for somebody who's like, nah, I see that as more of a on you know, on uh the web. Like th- those are like webisodes. And then they You know you know what? Let's do it for fun on the web, and then someone will pick it up as a TV yeah, show. That's what will happen. So and you know what? Kevin's shopping uh comic book men around. Oh, he is? Oh yeah, good. So Thank God. We're we uh, it's theoretically not dead. Got yet. it. So. And I have some cool stuff in the works, and so I can't really talk about it, but we'll see Yeah, if something can... We'll meet you on the other side. You know what I'm talking see about. See you on the other side, Ray. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Gotcha. Um, yeah. It's, uh, anyway, I'm a big fan, and I have uh, the last episode saved on my DVR, and I'm not erasing them. They're all just going to stay there Thank for you. a very long time. Thank you very much. Yeah. So you heard it here, for folks, right here. First, Michael Nathanson, not going to um, erase his DVRs. I'm not. So. I'm not. I'm trying to get my wife to erase the Tony Awards. It's been on there for a while. I get really annoyed when, like, she keeps... She keeps, like, very few shows, and I shouldn't be annoyed about it because Mm -hmm. it's, like, how many of those... How many of the the bullshit on the DVR is mine? 
But like, ninety percent, sure. But when she keeps them for like so long and she never watches it, I, I have to like erase them. Like when I watch them, I have to be it's erased. like, honey, you see this, this, this wedding crap yeah. erased. It's done. Well, did you do that? On, oh, like the wedding show or our wedding? Your wedding? Oh, like yeah. taping over the? Of like course, I need yeah. the tape? Yeah, of course. I still use VHS. Why wouldn't you? What were we talking about originally? Uh, we were talking about oh, uh, uh, Sayonara Comic Book Man. But Albany. Sorry, I digressed. So, uh, yeah, you did digress, but now we're uh, progressing. See how I threw that in there? That's good. So we are, um, we're in Albany, and we're with the lovely and talented Amanda Wiss. That's right. And uh, Michael and I both had crushes on her uh, growing up. Big time. Of course we did, because Nightmare on Elm Street, Better Off Dead, mm. Silverado. Which, all-star cast, if you have not seen Silverado, and I am not a huge Western fan, was never into the Duke growing up. Me neither. <laughs> Silverado. Westerns, pardon me. But that made me like a fan of Westerns. It did. That made me kind of look into like Clint Eastwood movies. But then they had some of those cool revisionist Westerns after that. like Unforgiven? And Outlaw Josie Wales, though, came out around the time of Silverado, didn't it? Um, it was like early 80s. Or am I, it was, I, no, it was mid eighties. It was mid-80s? like eighty five, eighty six. And Silverado was at eighty four. No, it, that's when uh, Silverado came out. Oh like man, 80, I thought I thought it was eighty. It was like I, eighty. You know what? I can check. We got to do that. This one, I, I wish we had a computer in our pocket. Uh, well, we do. God damn it! And God, sorry, my uh, zipper's down. Can you believe that? Luckily, the camera is just. But yeah, anyway, a little but bit below. Silverado was. So, she was telling us so many cool stories about Silverado. Remember, she's she told us a story about how. Uh, she, because it was one of her first big movies, right? Mm-hmm. And she was hanging out with Jeff Fahey, yes. and a couple of other people, a couple of the, like the youngins on the cast. And didn't they? They were all going out to dinner with Brian Dennehy one night, and like he said something to them, like, "Cherish this experience because it's never like this." Because she said that it was like a dance party because it was soon after Big Chill. It was only like a few years after they made Big Chill. And again, if you haven't seen Silverado, it's Lawrence Kasdan. Obviously, we all know who Lawrence Kasdan is, but you know it's one of his sort of like it's basically like the Big Chill as a western. In, in a lot of ways. My apologies, 1985. So, um, okay. so it's all around the same. Yeah, but that was the thing, and she and she said that they all just had like these. Mot- Remember, she said they had like Motown, drunken Motown parties at night, and they all oh, hung yeah. out for like months together. And it's and uh, you're man. talking about an all star cool. cast. Um, yeah, you had Scott Glenn, you had Kevin Klein, you had um, Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. Um, you had yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Um, you had Danny Glover. You had. Uh-huh. Um, Kevin Costner, Linda Hunt, Linda Hunt, uh, oh Brian gosh. Dennehy, the aforementioned Brian Dennehy, John Cleese was oh, in. Oh, Cleese is great. He's in the beginning. He has James Gammon, guy who talks oh, like yeah. this. I think I think there's only three. I think there's, I think there's only a couple of guys up this on this asshole. One of them. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's awesome. Um, that's actually a perfect way to do a James Gammon is to cover the microphone. Absolutely. Wow. Go try it. Have you mastered just the art of podcast Im- impressions? I would try. Yes, I, I like to think that I have. Dream Most Gavin. people out there are out there going, yeah, it's like, I'm too old to be diving into lockers. It's good. Thank you. Yeah. We'll work on it. My Brian Dennehy. Um, so, yeah, and, oh, God, Brian Dennehy, love him. Um, so, very cool, very cool grouping of people, and very cool grouping of people that we had at uh, Empire State. So yeah. you and I started talking about who were like some of our crushes growing up. So let's, uh, that's. Is that a good folks, jumping off point right now to talk about, segue into that? Yeah, and folks, oh, jump in with uh, who your crushes were growing yeah. up, who like well, on TV and, and on, uh, in the movies. Oh, did you see they're doing a, um, 
because this is a, I was at the Alamo in Brooklyn the other night, and uh, hey, plug for the Alamo and my Alamo hat. Draft House. See my hat, birth, movies, death. Alamo Draft House in Brooklyn. Very that's nice. Where this is that's where this hat comes from. But um, we were hanging out on the House of Wax bar. I was with my wife, and I was with a good buddy of ours, Leland James. Um, he'll appreciate the plug, and we. We're talking about this kind of a thing, but mm-hmm. then they're doing a Winona Ryder. We start talking about Winona Ryder and Winona Ryder movies. I don't for, I forget right. how they're doing a thirty-five millimeter Winona Ryder retrospective. Oh, at the cool! Alamo, but it's called like Mystery Box. So it's like you come and watch four Winona Ryder movies. You don't know which four you're going to oh, watch. God. So then we went through a whole thing. It's like, what are your top four Winona Ryder movies of all time? And it was a hard thing for me to answer because then I started thinking like she was one of my childhood crushes, okay. obviously. And so, but beyond that, it's like you could say that like. Yeah, I loved her in, like, I love Lucas, but is that a Winona Ryder movie? But, like, to me, like, you could say Edward yes. Scissorhands is a great movie, but, like, Winona Ryder movie. Like, when you think of Winona Ryder. In theory, that could be a Winona Ryder. In theory, it could be a Winona Ryder movie because Better Off Dead is, wouldn't you say it's more of a Diane Franklin movie than yes. it is uh, Amanda Wiss movie? I'm sorry, Amanda. I have to I say, know. I mean, Amanda, she's, she's the you know, she's the well, she's you're the both dr- the foil. She well, Amanda's like the dream girl, and then Diane becomes like, oh, but like she's she's like the cool girl. But they're both beautiful and lovely. Yeah. But it's like it's that whole thing in the '80s where it's like you know, I shouldn't be. Da- no, I, I'm I'm uh, way out of my league with this beautiful girl. Yeah. And then the cool girl comes along, who's like nerdy and doesn't realize how pretty she is, and that's that whole. Yeah. Amanda was doing the BBD. I mean, with Roy. Yeah, yeah. With Roy Stalin. Yeah. BBD, bigger, better deal. Yeah. So she was BBDing. Right. She was using Lane as a. Exactly. No, no offense. Not you, Amanda, but your character. We're just assuming that you're watching this. Yeah, of course. But it's really sad. <laughs> We're just assuming you're watching it, and you're actually not. Pathetic. It's oh, oh, my God. But I went on a rant when we started talking about childhood crushes in mm-hmm. movies. I mean, I went on a fairly long rant about Carrie Green, if oh you remember. Oh, my God. Yes, you did. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. And again. Yeah. Lucas, would that be a Carrie Green movie? Yes. Or would that be more of a uh, Corey Haim movie? See, I what think, would you? Uh, I mean, that's a Corey Haim movie, but like, it's it's as much a Carrie Green movie because she is like just so, she was like exactly the age when I saw that movie, enough older than me, where I was like, that's, that's a girl. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like, that's what I think my like hormones are Goonies, telling me a girl is. Or, right. um, I mean, it all kind of came around the same time. Did you ever see Three for the Road? Of course I did. Of Alan course. Ruck, Alan Carrie Ruck, Green and Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yes. Sheen, yeah. Of course I did. Yes. She was trying to her edgy, her edgy thing. In yeah, which didn't really work. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, she just, and then she just dropped off the map. And then I was reading, I, I like periodically like go online. I'm like, where is Carrie Green? And she's been in, <laughs> she's been in TV stuff. Yeah. She's been in other movies. I would love it. Can you imagine if she like possibly like just tuned into this? I doubt it, but uh, I, I doubt she uh, Somehow this made it to her publicist. Yeah, but, um that would be know. very cool. She, Carrie Green was, you know, uh, redhead. Redheads oh uh, are the redheads have destroyed my life. I've dated like three or Wait, four we of have, them. We had this conversation, didn't no, we? we? No, we never have. Same thing. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, the bane of my existence was a redhead. Yes. From the time One, I was in two, three. Yes. Oh yeah. From high school through college. Yeah. Same girl. Uh, oh, no. Long, oh no. I'm telling you, mine's. A, yeah, mine was three different. Okay. But yes, they all. But I hear much, you. But not like not like the classic. I'm talking like the Auburny. The Auburn redhead. I'm talking. Uh, you're talking. Both. I had. You're I talking had, full Irish redhead. Yes. Okay. I'm talking more like she's she's a redhead, and then you're like, oh, she's a redhead. Yes. Yes, I know exactly what you're okay. saying. I mean, there's two different. So of course, 
But yes, uh, this is politically correct. This is it okay? I think we're just being, you know, playfully obtuse. Cr- crush- sure, I think obtuse. That that's, fine. that's yes, that's obtuse. fine. But yes, obtuse. Carrie Green was like, oh my god, that's she's gorgeous and she's a redhead. So yeah, uh, I see. Yeah, maybe maybe that's where mine started. Yeah, possibly. The seeds were planted. Anyway, that's the great thing about Comic Cons is that you get to meet. Not only do you get to meet like cool heroes of yours and like people who are in the movies you love and mm-hmm. like the stuff you, you you saw growing up or whatever because that's my favorite thing is like when I go and I'm a guest at a comic con and I'll be a guest at a comic con I'll be at Raleigh Supercon in a couple Ooh. weeks if anyone wants to come see me in Raleigh who else coming who else is going there um a few cool people I uh Martin, Look it up. Martin Cove Martin Martin Cove yeah. Cove John Kreese uh Zabka is gonna be there Billy William Zabka um Oh man! There is, was... is Machio going to be there? No, I I was looking for it. I assumed it was going to be like a full karate kid, but wow. I think it's just those two. I wonder if he like canceled at the last second. Right? The, the corpse of Pat Morita. Oh god! I think Mike Coulter's going to be there. Mike Coulter. Um, cool. He and I share a publicist. Isn't that interesting? That is pretty cool. Um, there's some cool guests. I remember seeing like, oh, that's a cool one. Oh, Randy Havens, my buddy Randy Havens. From Randy things. You wow. know, you know Randy. I know Randy. Um, so we'll be definitely Tell hanging. Tell him there. I said howdy. We'll do. Um, but uh, anyway. But the cool thing about going to Comic Cons is like you get to meet all these like sort of random people from all these cool things that you've done. But also you get to see like you get to meet like your crush. Like I saw at the at was it in Albany? No, it was at uh, Pensacon in Florida, and I got to meet Adrian Barbeau. I told you about that. Oh, you did not tell me about that. I didn't tell you. No, you did. not I know you like her. I do. I'm a You're huge. A fan. Yeah, Adrian I'm a huge Barbeau fan, fan. And, I, and I'm a huge. You know, I'm a huge Carpenter fan. Mm-hmm. So that for me was like awesome. But I also love like Creep Show, and I love Back to School. I love like. Call me Billy. Everybody does. Yeah, God, so good. And she was, uh, she looked exact. She looked like she had been mummified from like 1980, and like all of a sudden resurfaced, or like was cryogenically frozen and woke up. Okay, don't don't say mummified because yeah, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it that way. That that gives the <laughs> I meant impression that she doesn't look great. Uh, yeah, no, she looks she was fantastic. Like, she was like cryogenically frozen and like reappeared in that's, 2018. That's it was good. like quite shocking. There you but are. um, but yeah, it's disconcerting though because like I think I never thought in my lifetime I would ever meet. Those women, like Adrian Barbeau, like, or why would I ever meet Adrian Barbeau? Like, it just never would really come up in any situation. But right. when you go to Comic Cons, you meet. That's exactly who you meet. Well, we had Chiller back in the day, and it's still yeah. going on. But Chiller was where the fans could meet the um, the elite. Fans can what meet the elite. Chiller, what do you mean? Chiller, Chiller Theater. Chiller Theater oh. was um, or is. It's um, like a con for. <coughs> pardon me. You go, you get, um, you know, it was an autograph uh, con. It was like one of the first. Okay. Where you go and you actually meet um, people you admired. Right. And they do a whole bunch of stuff. Like they have, um, like they'll have a monkey's reunion or. And they have panels and stuff like that? or they No panels. I don't Just autographs. It's just autographs for the most part. And they have different uh, rooms that you go and I met Soupy Sales there. I met Linda, Linda Blair. Okay. Again. Huge crush. <coughs> Pardon me. This place is dusty. Mike has a bit of here. plague, so he'll, 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 get, he'll get over it. So um, I got to meet uh, Linda Blair. Huge. Had a huge crush on her, too, yeah. uh, of course. Yeah. Um, who else did I meet? I met um, Tracy Lords. Oh, there, <laughs> there you go. Tracy Lords. Uh, the one person I would love to meet, um, again, another big crush, was Rebecca Dormornay. Oh, yeah. Well. Risky business. I was going to say, on the train, the train scene. Yeah. That was one of the first movies. That was one of the first sex scenes I ever saw. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. One of the first, 
yeah, introduced me to Sex on Screen and Joe Pantoliano's, two of the greatest things ever in cinema. As long as they're not together. No, no. I don't think a Joe Pantoliano sex scene would be something that I no, would be into. Never. God bless him, though. I mean, I'm sure he's a fit I'm sure gentleman. He's, and I'm sure he's got plenty of his own sex absolutely, scenes. That, absolutely. That he's got on but, DVD. And it may be yours for the right price. So next time you, you talk to Joey Pants, <laughs> no, I don't say, hey, so. listen, buddy. I'm going to pass on that one. All right. Uh, I got 12 bucks. Here you go. I'm trying to think. This became the childhood crush episode. Yeah. Who else? Who else did I just was obsessed with? I was never, well, yeah, I'm just like going through Elizabeth Shue. I was a big fan of Elizabeth Shue. Me too. Yeah. Elizabeth Shue Baby, was. Adventures of Babysitting. Yeah. I've got a, a guy who comes into the, the comic shop. Mm. Um, he, he was on Comic Book Man. He's the guy that shushed Stanley. You had me at, yeah. Yes. That guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. So uh, he told me that he grew up with, um, in the same town as Elizabeth Shue. Okay. Which is Cherry Hill. And uh, he used to go to the public pool, and she used to, like, go in the pool, and right. he would go, like, swimming with a snorkel and try to check out stuff. That's crazy. Because he's disgusting. Just FYI, the girl I told you about that was mm-hmm. the bane of my existence, guess where she was from? Cherry Hill. Indeed. I have no doubt. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're all insane out there. That's right. <laughs> and uh, we were talking about Winona Ryder. Never, she never was, like, a crush to me. I, I liked her in Heather's. That would be my if I was to pick my Winona Ryder movie. That would be my number one pick. I think that that's my buddy said that too, and because I didn't mention it in my four. Because like, mm-hmm. what are the what are your four favorite Winona Ryder movies? So it'd be Heather's, yeah, Scissorhands. Um, s- yes, actually, Scissorhands, but not for the reason you think. Not for Winona. It's it's actually for um, uh, Anthony Michael Hall. He was so great. He's as amazing. That roided out. But you couldn't not you couldn't not put Scissor Hands in that category because it's just such a phenomenal sure. movie and it's such it's beautiful and, right. and heartbreaking. Beetlejuice, of course. And my what's my fourth? Um, that's a tough one. Has anyone has anyone logged? Has anyone told us what they think on that computer? Mitch, you were you had just slacking on the job. You had one job. Did you guys ask any questions? Well, no. Were people asking any questions? Cool. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, yeah. yes. And um, Girl Interrupted? That's my wife's. That was her number okay. one. You missed one, though, in the four. So if you guys want to say anything, just type in the chat. I am not looking. So I'm talking about that. Okay, good enough. Um, no, I got... Reality Bites. Uh, and what's funny is it was on it was on like two nights before I had this conversation, and I ended up watching like half an hour of it, and that was such a seminal movie in mm-hmm. my like... God, was it like my... I guess like junior high school years and uh, oh my god like Winona Ryder in that movie was just so beautiful and so cool and so like but like unassuming and like okay, quirky yeah. and funny and dorky, just like yeah. kind of dorky but just like stunning and that was like I feel like right after that she kind of went a little bonkers it's yeah that's what that was she like did. the tipping point because that's when um, my wife and I first started to we were not quite dating yet okay but we were going towards the dating route. She said, well, um, listen, keep this date um, open for me. Because she's like, here's where uh, this, our first date is going to be on this date. Unless, of course, you get uh, the opportunity to go out with Winona Ryder. And I'm like, why Winona Ryder? 
Yeah, she wasn't. Weird. She wasn't a crush for me. Yeah, it wasn't like. I, and I told her that I'm like, no, not Winona Ryder, somebody else. But like, no, Amanda, somebody. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna. Or Diane, somebody. Or Diane, somebody. Or, right. Or, but just no. naming random names. Exactly. I'm, honey, I'm. It was always you. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I say that from the beginning. Duh. Um, but yeah, reality bites. So my four were Scissor Hands, Lucas, Beetlejuice, and Reality Bites. That's. And someone mentioned Great Balls of Fire too, but that's just creepy. That is really creepy. And like a weird. And that and it it's um, so weird because Reality Bites had Ethan Hawke in it, right? Who we all basically wanted to be in high school. Because of Uma Thurman. Sure. Well, no, we just thought he was cool. Really? Did you? I never did. Yeah, that like dirty, cool, grungy guy. I was like into grungy stuff. Oh, okay. Like that was like how I grew up. I grew well, up. Well, you were era like I said, a little bit, a yeah, little yeah. bit younger than me. Yeah, so yeah. I was never that grungy guy. Okay. Mm. But I love. Yeah, I loved. We we thought Ethan Hawke was a, was like a douche, but we all secretly wanted to be him. That's kind of what it was. But he was also in uh, Dead Poets Society. Yeah, but he was like the dorky nerdy. He guy. He was the nerdy yeah. guy. I never wanted to be him. The, no, no dorky. Nerdy. No, you wanted to be uh, the guy uh, who was about Nwanda. Yes, I did. I wanted to be Nwanda. Of course. What Hell was his, yeah. What was the character's name? Why do I know? I remember when he called himself uh, oh Nwanda. God. And who's that actor? <laughs> yeah. Great actor. I think it's like Gabe something. Oh my god! I don't know. He's he was. Fantastic. That should have been a star-making turn. He did that movie. And nothing. And then goodbye. Yeah. And it became, uh, what's his name? Um, one guy went on to House. Oh. Robert Sean Leonard. That's a, and then yeah, Josh Charles was on Good Wife. Yeah. 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 And he was in um, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. Yeah. You're like, yeah. That's a good, no, that's a good movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. Buckwheats, Jim. <laughs> Jim, Buckwheats. All of them, you know... Yes, that's my that's my walking. Had a boy. Down on your knees, Jim. All right. You're a tree hugger. One one minute hugging trees, next minute chugging cock. <laughs> there are a lot of good lines. Oh, well, they're, tricks, and they're all tricks. they're all walk-ins lines. Too. Yeah, there's a lot of good walking lines. Yeah, yeah, it's good. But Treat Williams is great in that too. Uh, I'm Godzilla. Lloyd. You're a Japan. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd. It's got a great. He's a, a fecal freak. Yeah, that's it's it's good. <laughs> Didn't even taste like nothing. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. Definitely a sleeper hit. Of it the, is not a. Mm, it is it is definitely one of the the most underappreciated. Yeah. Uh, Feruza Balk. Yeah, crazy Feruza Balk. Yeah. Jesus, who was in Sopranos, who was supposed to be like a recurring character. Sopranos shot her first scene at the end of one of the seasons, and then they replaced her in the next season. With some other actress and uh, reshot that scene. Wow! For the DVD when it came out. Wow! Why? Because because she apparently was batshit crazy. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow! Yeah. You're batshit crazy. I don't know. It's weird because she. It was great in Return to Oz. She was fantastic in the craft. I gotta give it up to her. Yeah, she's that's Travolta. Yeah, I was. You know, I was. Doing Travolta right there. Oh my God, it's so weird. Look at you see, she Travolta. was great in yeah. the craft. Exactly, I love the. Yeah, they they kind of go hand in hand. Travolta That's true. And yes, they're they're both uh, equally. Yeah. Out there. So Albany was fun. Albany, <laughs> we had a blast. So uh, anyway. yeah. So um, now I had a very long conversation with Robert Englund at Albany about school districts and charter schools. <laughs> Which is exactly what was, you want to talk to no, he, Robert England about. That's a funny. It's a, that's the other hilarious thing about Comic Cons is so you're all we're giving you the inside dope on the Comic Con. So like there's usually like a like a green room of some kind where like 
when folks are at their booth. Greenish. Room. It's a, it's usually not that green, right. but uh, you know, it's some room where we all can like go grab a coffee or like a granola bar or Danish, something. Danish, whatever. Right, and just kind of like take a break if you're at your table signing stuff and waiting for people to come and say hi to you and all that stuff. So occasionally, go take a break. You go back backstage. I'm doing rabbit ears. Well, I, you can see them, but those of you who are listening, I'm doing rabbit ears. And but you get to like hang out with a lot of the other guests, and it becomes such a weird eclectic mix of people. So like. You know, you'll be standing there with like the guy who voiced Roger Rabbit, and there's Robert Englund, and there's like guy who's in Star Wars. Holy yeah. crap! It's Gil Gerard. Yeah, you know, it's like the you, weirdest, you never know. Like the most random collection of people, and um, and Robert Englund was a Punisher fan, and so and he was a, I don't know if he knew Bernthal or, but he really loved Punisher, and he was talking to me about it because I I asked his people, I was like, oh hey, I'd love to say hi to him, mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, I want to say hi to you. I loved you in Punisher, and he was very very. Kind. He may have just been bullshitting. I don't know, but he was literally like the nicest. No, he's, no. He's like he's, the nicest person. He is very nice. So sweet. And we took a very scary photo where he like grabbed me and cursed at me and made me feel very scared because I was. He's one of my like horror like heroes. Icons, of course. Yeah. Of course. And, but but then there was a point where it was like a couple of days in the con and we were standing backstage in the in the green room, and he overheard me talking. I think to Amanda about. I was trying to get my kids into like we're trying to get my kids into kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And if anyone knows about New York City, this is the most boring podcast ever. It's turning into, but. You know, school zones and school districts, it's a fucking brutal thing to try to get your kids into of schools course. in New York City. It's it's crazy. It's, it's like, like trying to get them into Harvard. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's it's so weird. And it's all about gentrification and these neighborhoods, and it's just nutty. So anyway, Amanda and I were talking about it, and he came in, and he just went on kind of a tangent about like California schools versus New York schools. And he seemed to be some kind of an expert in charter schools, but that I had to like just stand there for a second and like, I'm having a conversation about like charter schools for kindergartners with Robert England, and I just like couldn't. It was one of those like moments where like I just went into like a weird vacuum in my own brain. Sure, you're trying to wrap your head around, and you're like, this, uh, I, no, this isn't happening. Yeah, I had sleepovers with my friends when I was a kid, scared shitless by his movies, and yeah. just like, and like we, I, dre- I think I dressed as Freddy one Halloween when I was a kid, and at least all of my friends dressed as Freddy, and like there he is talking about like charter schools, and I was just like, yeah, that's weird. This is surreal. They're real people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah anyway so that was cool mm-hmm. it was cool what else anyone else uh, have anything yeah what do we got Mitch come on uh, they're just talking about like, charter schools no actually nothing about that no says Thomas McKeon says rabbit ears I've never heard it called that I've only heard air quotes, air quotes yeah. you never heard rabbit ears no, no Thomas rabbit. Thomas do it do it and then feel how it's rabbit ears and look at your fingers. Well, like, like yeah, those are rabbit ears, right? That makes sense. I yeah, I mean it makes sense, but I've never. You've never heard, heard that either. I've no. You only heard air quotes. Air quotes. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe it's like a Jersey New York it's thing. It's a Jersey New York thing. Fucking Jersey Ooh, sons of bitches Fucking up there Jersey. in New York, you fucks. That's cool. Is Amanda Wiss on there? <laughs> yeah. Did Amanda pop up? Oh bummer. Oh, Ming, well. Ming's like, guys, I think you need a do-over. That's what he's saying on that. No, Ming would never do it. He's like, just keep going. Just keep going. Just vamp. Vamp. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I got in touch with you guys, and I was like, hey, I want to come back and podcast. So here I am. And that's fantastic. And we love having you here. And uh, this is the first time you've been in the studio. Yeah, it's amazing. How much can people see of this studio? Uh, in here, not a whole lot. Okay. But we've done uh, like a video. Hey, take a look, look at Look at this. all the stuff we have. Yeah. yeah. This is like, so I have, I just moved. I live in Brooklyn, and I moved from one building in Brooklyn to another building in Brooklyn. And in my former, former place, I had kind of like a little 
geek cave of my mm-hmm. own and had like a nice, a decent sized area. Your nerd den. Yeah, whatever you want to call right. it. I don't like to say man cave. I feel like that's not a woke term anymore. No, you can say nerd den. Though. Yeah, I think nerd den is good because okay. I because I believe that both men and women should be entitled to have their nerd absolutely space. So or I, your I, resen- geek I, resen- I just resent the term man cave okay. anyway. Um, but oh, so you're woke. Oh, very much. Get so. the fuck out! I'm of really here. apologizing. <laughs> Our previous crush conversation probably didn't uh, help that, but no, that was uh, very innocent. Are you kidding me? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my you just God. have to, you know. I'm just... All these guys are, and uh, yeah, whatever. Let's move on. Yeah, we're gonna because I, I was about to go to a very dark. Place. No, don't do that. I'm like, nah, nah, nah we're you not do that. No, not with you. I mean, just in I, under, I understand. So, I had this man. Uh, uh, Nerdden. No, I'm trying to. You had a geek one. You know, it's trying to. So, um. You got a dork coop. A dork coop. That's good. In the new place, though, I was trying to figure out, like, where I could put... Because, like, when we moved, it's like, oh, my God, I all of a sudden have all these toys and all this shit everywhere. And my wife's like, can you not... Like, they... I just don't want them everywhere. Because right now they're just everywhere. I'm like, well, I got to put them on a window... I got to put them on like a shelf because I don't want this, you know, my, mm-hmm. my the box to get ruined of this Funko and et cetera, et cetera, of course. all this stuff. You understand. Never mind. Of course. So... I finally was able to get some shelves, and I got a corner, but I have, like, a kind of a nice, neat little corner here, but basically my little corner where my computer is, my desk and everything, I have my, my little Jokasada drawing of me from Punisher and stuff like that and some cool, like, personal items, but these guys, so it's, like, cool, it's, like, people come over, they're, like, oh, that's the drawing that Jokasada did of you and the cast of Punisher, and cool, and I was, like, yeah, and I have this, like, you know, thing from the Nick, and I have a couple of other things, and, but, but then you walk, and I think, you know, I think I'm like, that's pretty cool, and then of course I've got it with my, my Star Wars Funkos, and my Shining Funkos, and all sorts of crazy Ghostbusters, my Ghostbusters car, and all that stuff, but then you walk into this podcast studio, and you're like, oh, this is what it really should look like, (laughs) this is what, this is what being like a nerd sort of cool guy should feel like and be like uh, wow, and wow and i'm just i'm in Why, awe thank you for that you're welcome i appreciate the cool guy thrown no. in there but nerd yes no 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 you you and ming are two <laughs> of the coolest guys i know and there's so much cool stuff in here there's swords and lightsabers and toys everywhere and cool autographed things and pictures and you guys in star wars comics and all sorts of in your and stills from comic book man it's just awesome and and yeah I just sort of like walked around speechless for a while before we sat down to podcast because it's just there's I don't know what you can't look at in here. And I thought you were judging me. You're like, yeah, I was like, son of a really? Bitch. He likes that? Yes, what Ugh. a jackass. Oh, no, you oh, chaser, chaser. Mirror universe, on. Spock. What a douche. No, no, absolutely not. There's no picture of me in here, but you know we'll have to remedy. Uh, we will remedy that. Uh, yeah, we'll take a picture and uh, both of those guys like stabbing me in the neck or something. No, oh, that'd be cool. That'd be funny. That no, it wouldn't be. Oh. That's no. fine. I don't really care. No, because that's admissible evidence. No, oh. I don't need that shit right, on my rap, right, right, rap right. sheet. Thank you. There's quite a few of your your Funkos around. We do. We've got some Funkos. They're, um, those are those are uh, limited edition. You can't buy those, those anymore. Those are 120. Yeah. You can't buy either one. Wow. Because the other ones are, uh, they, were, they made 1,000 pieces and then they made 120 pieces. That they rushed to production because uh, we were filming like the oh, next day. Oh wow, that's cr- oh so, when you guys went to the the, the Funko, Funko episode, yeah. yeah, yeah, which I thought was a great episode. It was a great episode. Thank you. I'm I'm clamoring for a Funko. I got into a huge Twitter fight with Funko, a fake Twitter fight about you know where's my Sam Stein Funko, but a, but that's a whole licensing like Nightmare. quagmire that they yeah. can't really you know they would love to make one of me. I think my goal is to like just go stalk them at. Funko headquarters. You should and find them, and because I've made, I have all these great friends. Like I've made friends with all the Gentle Giant people, who are buddies right. of mine, and the people at um, 
at uh, uh, Mezco and the folks at Sideshow, like, and they've given me like stuff, and I've done stuff for them in t- in kind, like help, you know, giving them some, some oh, sure. publicity because like I'm fans of theirs and they're fans of mine, and you know, it's a beautiful, it's a shared universe. It's, it's welcome right? now. Do you see where I got the name? But Mike, the one thing is Funko has not answered the call of a Sam Stein Funko, but their their joke was we should put you in a Billy Russo two pack and and see who you know see who survives it or something like that. Oh, yeah, I was point. like, thanks a lot, guys. Oh, that's Immortalize me in a Funko pack yeah. with with Ben, but yeah, um, dicks. I think they made a Ben. Ben Barnes got his uh, Westworld Funko, maybe. Uh, he didn't get a he didn't get a Billy Russo Funko though. Anyway, that's my dream. I think once I get a Funko, don't you feel like that? Like once you got your Funko, you were like, I've, I'm I'm I, I could die happy now. I, I could have died happy before that, but yeah, because okay. uh, I had actually I have um, someone had made me a fan, uh, uh, like a fan uh, made Funko. Yeah, well, that's like, nice. You got a custom. I was like, oh, this that's is awesome. Nice. And then this, and I was like, whoa, this is wow. Someone made me a custom minifigure of Sam Stein, that's but I did, they didn't send it to me. But they just took a picture of it from all angles and like posted about it. But I didn't get it. They didn't send it to me. No, like, it's yours by right for it, God's yeah, sake. Yeah, I never got it. I never Ugh, got it. But I, I you know, people. action figure is like my that's my goal. I got you. I want I want a Sam Stein action figure. I would uh, play with the Sam Stein action figure. Uh, I would I would have my Sam Stein action figure and my Winona Ryder action and your Amanda Wiss. There you go. The Amanda Wiss. I actually have have a bevy. Yeah. Of beautiful well, ladies. What's this reaction? Is <coughs> who's reaction? Is this Funko? Yeah, That's Funko. That's Funko, right? Okay, so let's get reaction. Carrie Green from Goonies. The Goonies, yes. Is there a Carrie Green from Goonies? Let's Actually, say there is. There has to be. I don't think there is. There should be. Because on the back it tells you all the ones you can buy. This I'm, one is great because you can get Allie Mills. You can get Allie. So uh, nah, hi Allie Mills. Did you know her last name was Mills? Uh, I do believe I did. I, if I hadn't said that, you would have said. Allie Mills. I would have had to think about it, but, but you would, would you have gotten it? I think I would have. That's insane. You're a big karate kid guy. I was. Well, um, I haven't seen the new. I, I have to admit, I haven't seen. Me the neither. New. But okay. um, I, I, I am a karate kid guy because there's a karate kid right there. What right there, folks. Johnny Lawrence was the Karate Kid. I don't believe that uh, oh, Daniel Russo was. Sort of your revisionist. Uh, I, it wasn't revisionist. It, I always felt that way. Really? Like he, you know what? He was when you look at it. So you think the title referred to? No, no, I knew who it, it referred that, to, but I was like, wow. That would be cool if they were like, actually, if you look at it, it's the fall of Johnny, and it's like, and then Johnny's redemption. It should be, That's yes. what the story is. Because he gives, he gives him the trophy. He's like, what, you're all right. And yes. that's what the new one's about, right? Uh, I it's think, basically painting Machio in a sort of like not so great light, and that's the, <laughs> isn't that the idea? I'm, I'm thinking, and for me, yeah. that's, the, like, that's the truism right there. Yeah. It's like, all right, you had, you had a whole bunch of stuff in your life, Daniel. Yeah. Johnny had this. That's all he had. That's all he had. He had like no love in his life. He was no. probably abused. She's she stole he stole his he was trying to get back with his girl. Yeah. You know, trying to have a, a conversation. She he threw her, her thing down and he could well afford to buy her like fourteen new ones. Oh, of course. Of course he was, because he was Johnny. Yeah, he was that guy. He was Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. And so yes, that's for me. That's interesting. Like you wow. stole. Everything. So he was always. Was it always the case when you saw it? You're like, he's the hero of this movie. I I saw. Actually, no. First, like, first three or four times, I'm like, wow, that Johnny's a real douche. But then I was watching. I watched with uh, a more perceptive eye. 
Mm-hmm. This is going into like college, and that's where you learn how to smoke pot and stuff. Yeah. So, and you're like, wow, this is. I learned. I learned a little earlier than that, but that's fine. Goodness, because you're from New York. That's right. I'm, that's probably why. And I was deathly afraid of my. I had father. a fake ID. I think when I was like 13. I had a fake ID when I was 15. Where'd you get yours? Uh, Times Square, 47 Street, 47th Street, whatever it was called. Playland. Is that where you got yours? That's where I got mine. Is that like the place to get it? That was the place to get it. That's hilarious. I was Mike Logan. I was, I don't know, I, I know I went to Ohio State University. I think it was like a college. Mine was just ID. New York State ID. It says uh, New York State ID. Yeah. Mine was a college <laughs> ID. As if that was like a oh, thing. That's, that's awesome. I think it was a thing for like a hot minute, but even then it was like not a thing. And for me, it's, uh, I yeah. didn't want to be like so obvious, so I made myself like two years older. I was 15 and I made myself 23. Wow. So by the time I was like 19, I was like 27. Yeah, it doesn't So really... I was like, no, no, yeah. that's not good. You were like a McLovin. Yeah, style. Like, <laughs> I did get her. I went to the diviest bar, so it didn't matter. So like, yeah, you got cash. That's good enough for that's me, kids. So, um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to tell you. I have a funny anecdote. Something that Please happened to me it. yesterday. Um, this is totally random, but um, so I love the news that, uh, or the assumed news that Billy D. Williams. Right is joining the cast of episode nine. Yes. Right, and is it assumed news or I heard it? It's was... not been confirmed by Lucasfilm. Oh. If anyone cares to Google that, they are welcome to. But okay. like nobody from Lucasfilm has confirmed it. It was in Hollywood Reporter. Right. It was in like very reputable. It wasn't just in like StarWarsNerds.org. You know, it was <laughs> yeah. like let's get Billy yeah. Lee back on the, dark the big side screen. of the net. Dot Love him. Yeah. So, but of course, like that's what I've been clamoring for for like three. You know, this whole time. Like I don't understand. Yeah, why he blew up the Death Star? Like he's yeah. he's the hero of that movie of the Return yeah. of the Jedi. So you know, Luke's like, oh, my dad and all this, but like Lando, he fucking blew up the Death Star. Yeah, he he saved the universe or yeah. galaxy or whatever. So I was very happy when they announced when that was sort of announced, and so I posted something on my. Uh, Anyway, what I'm doing is right now I'm going to lob- I'm going to continue my lobbying for something okay. which it was is my campaign and maybe someone else will pick it up and, and move this conversation along. But move I move it down down the field. If you know what bit. if you know what I mean. But I thought I got it to okay, so I posted on my Instagram story something like very excited, you know, I was like picture Lando I was like, "Yeah, that's great." And I thanked JJ Abrams. You know, I thanked his official account, so I like tagged right. his account. So I got a direct message from JJ Abrams' account. With a little heart, a lovely little heart, and I was like, "Oh, did JJ Abrams just send me a heart in response to me posting about Lando on my Instagram story? Like, I guess why did. would he possibly see that? I mean, I'm not—I have some followers, but I'm not like—I'm not some crazy famous guy or anything like that. Like, I'm just a guy. I'm just a dude. I'm just a fan, really, in essence. And um, so I was like." Thank you so much for responding. I appreciate that, and thanks for bringing him back for this movie. I was like, this may or may not be you, sir, but then I just kind of said, but I'm going to open the door here and say, if you need a potted plant or a robot who doesn't speak, or anything for that matter, you might vaguely know who I am from some TV shows and movies I've been in, but I would gladly crawl over broken glass to come play with you in episode nine. Wow. And I was like, I cannot, n- I, said, I, I think I literally said, I cannot not, Open this door here, yeah. I, I, because I would kill, I would kick myself in the, my own ass the next day for not saying something. Because right. how else am I ever gonna? Turned out it wasn't JJ; it was his, JJ's assistant. But the assistant said, "This is his assistant." But like, thank you very much for your message, and I'm gonna speak to him, and hopefully we'll get back to you. Damn straight, that's awesome. This happened to me yesterday. 
So, so I started texting all my friends and nobody was picking up. I was like, no one's fucking picking up. I got to tell somebody. You didn't that this text me. Going. I didn't text you. You're right. Well, I thought I was going to see you. I think that was going to oh, okay, for this there you go. That's one of the things I was going to tell you. Talk to you oh, this friends. is great. I would love to see you in the new Star Wars. Come on, man. My, my first thought was. Can you blow up a Death Star? A death killer, pro- uh, a planet killer. Well, here's I'm what sorry. I think in Star Wars: there are not enough people who look like me. And when I say look like me, I mean kind of edgy New Yorky. I mean, I think uh, Oscar Isaac kind of was the first kind of sort of you know like guy who looks like maybe he could be from Brooklyn. Right. Well, I think he actually is from Brooklyn, maybe. But um, you know, in in that universe. But I'm like, where are all the sort of like you know people who look like me? Like. We're all getting our own, you know what I mean? Like, I need like a, like a, like a sort of a streety kind of a, like Han Solo was like the sort of, right, the pinnacle of like the cool street guy, but he's not, he's still like a, he was John never Wayne. street. No, he's like a, you know, strong white dude like John Wayne. I never like thought him. of him as John Wayne. I, I mean, I, he was screaming when they were torturing him in Empire. Oh, that's true. I, I don't mean John Wayne's constitution necessarily, but I just okay. mean he's sort of like the, you know, the sort of movie like star the, hero like looking the arch, guy. archetype. Yeah, exa- yeah okay. exactly, exactly. So I was like, we need more sort of like, and also, not a lot of funny nebbishy guys in uh, sort of edgy Jewishy guys in the Star Wars universe, except for maybe BB-8. Okay. Which I think was the first sort of neurotic character in Star Wars. I always thought that it was neurotic characters. C-3PO, man. He was Prissy, such... Prissy British. Yes, but he was also very neurotic. Uh, scared, I would say, but not neurotic. He was, no, he was not, oh. But he wasn't funny. Like, neurotic no. is funny. Like, neurotic, when I say that, it's like, where's the Mel Brooks of the Star Wars in the universe? Uh, in a uh, little in Spaceballs, thank you very much. called Spaceballs. Yes, I'm sorry about that. Uh, all right, maybe the Gene Wilder, let's say. All right, Gene Wilder. Uh, yes, from like, producers, a little, yes. A little edgy, a little funny, a little, like, kind of, like, what's going on, and, like, accidental. We need more accidental heroes, and I think okay. I could never be a hero in the Star Wars universe, but I could be an accidental hero. See, no. Not when, a Jar Jar Binks. No. Obviously. When you were a kid, and you saw uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Now... When I first saw it, when I, I, I was never a, like a huge sci-fi guy. I was never that. Uh, I mean, it, it goes in the face of being a comic book nerd. Mm. <coughs> Pardon me, but never really like sat down with uh, Isaac Asimov until later on right. in, in my life. Ray Bradbury, anyone. Um, like I said, until later on. But, and I didn't want to see Star Wars when it first came out because... I've been so disappointed by um, any science fiction movie up until that point. Because, mm. I mean, what do we have? We had Star Trek on TV. Yeah. And all of the crap that was on in the movies was just, you know, stuff that they're showing on Mystery Science Theater yeah, now. Sure, sure. So it's like, wow. And then, you know, finally I got talked into going and seeing it. And it, it was like a game changer. Right. You're like, wow, this is fantastic. So I was the first one in line for Empire. Yeah. And I'm watching Empire and I'm like, you know what would be really cool? If I were Luke Skywalker's little brother. That'd be great. I should I have been there. So you're like, who was, who was like, if I watched, like when I watched it as a kid, like who did I think I could have been in yes. that? I mean, I just thought, <coughs> I just thought Army. I was Han Solo. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was Han Solo. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't, um, I was too much in my own, I wasn't in the place where I was like, hmm, if I was going to be in that, I was too young, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it was just like, I, I, was, I was in pure emulation sure. mode. Gotcha. Yeah. So I walked around for like three years in a vest and a white dress-up <laughs> shirt, um, scowling. And so if you look at pictures of me, like when I'm like, you know, five to seven years old, just it's me scowling with a vest and, gotcha. a, and a white dress-up shirt. Cool. But 
you know, like recently I thought, well, I could be Ira Solo, like Han Solo's accountant from Brooklyn. That would be great. So or that's his, a character. Or you could be his bookie. His bookie, sure. Yeah. But that's a little, I, I don't want to be that, you know, I don't want to be sort of like, I want to be. Why not? A little, little scoundrelish. You're not breaking yeah. his kneecaps until he doesn't pay. Yeah, I feel like I could be the Steve Buscemi of the Star Wars universe. No, I could kind of, not ugly enough. Sorry. I appreciate that. And nope, nope. I mean, not, not that he's... I'm sorry, Steve. No, no, no. Because I know you watch on a, a frequent basis. Yeah. I, but I, you know, I hear you're saying, yeah, a little bit, a little bit darker maybe, but I, I would like to... I, I just think someone who's like a... They're not, they're not enough like truth tellers. Not enough like people who are just sort of blunt. Like you said, C-3PO is like neurotic in his way, but nobody's blunt in Star Wars. No one's just like, yeah, that's a fucking terrible idea. Yeah, seriously, don't do that. Yeah, can you I've not... I've got a bad feeling. Can you not do that? Yeah. The sort of irreverent, kind of sarcastic, yeah, kind or, of that guy. You know what? Uh, hey, let me ask you a question. Do you have a bad feeling about yeah. this? By, and... And by the way, no one's ever been that guy in Walking Dead either, so I'm just... I'm gonna lend... I would okay. lend my talents to that universe as well. Smart man. Huge fan of The Walking Dead, by the way. Most people know that who know me, but that, again, I feel like that character needs to be on Walking Dead. But the guy the thing, who's just like, what... What are you talking about? I'm going to tell you something that really pisses me off. When you've got someone like Obi-Wan who says, I've got a bad feeling about this. When a fucking Jedi Knight has a bad feeling about something, yeah, hello. it means bad stuff's coming down. Yeah, yeah. Because they're yeah, but nobody semi took serious. Nobody took him seriously in the first day. Everyone thought he was a, a, an old nutcat, nut, nutcase. No, I'm talking about the, um, like the, the, second, the, the second round, the, the first three. The prequels. Oh, you the pre- oh. yes. When whenever you've got uh, what's his name saying, I've got a bad feeling about this. Ian McGregor. Did you just call him Ian McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Ewan. 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 All right. Ewan. When Ewan says, uh, but the only reason he says that is to sort of call back to the other movies. It's the only reason. There's no like logic to those screenplays in the prequels, are there? No, but it was a callback, but. By the same token. Of course. I mean, I, I got, agree with your logic. You've got a dude with superpowers who can semi-sense all the things around him. I mean, he, he felt when Alderaan so, died. So you're agreeing that there should be more truth-tellers in, in these movies? Shit, yeah. And, who just, and somebody should be like, Obi-Wan, you're a bitch. Yeah, I think that would be really funny. You know, seriously. Just like someone who calls out the characters. Yeah. And like, Obi-Wan's like, oh, I'm a hermit. It's like, yeah. you know what? You're a dick. Because yeah. first off... You changed your yeah, your first you name from from Obi Wan to uh, to Ben. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, because the last name is not a dead giveaway. Yeah, and you, you oh, you must mean old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, not Jedi Knight. You mean Head Eye Knight? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, not Darth Vader. No, it's not Darth Vader. It's John. It's Jimmy Vader. Jimmy Vader. Jimmy Vader My lives down. Jimmy yeah, Va- he lives down in Bensonhurst. Oh, no, Jimmy Vader is over there. Yeah, yeah. Jabba yeah, the slut. That's, that's some uh, chick I anyway, hooked up with last night. This is my lobbying for. I mean, literally. I mean, I don't. I'm happy to be the Tom Hardy in the Star Wars in the Stormtrooper helmet, but I think I could lend a little like fun Cantina vibe to. Something. I think you would be like I'm just saying, like Harvey Corman did in the um, the the holiday special. Can you drink <laughs> out of your? The- <laughs> can you drink out of your the top of your head? Because yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Harvey I Corman that. did. I think I could do that. All right. We'll tell you what. Uh, we've got more people coming in after us. Uh, I loved having you. There's on. chatter in the hallway. This was fun. This was great. Did, I, we, did, uh, we, did we accomplish anything? We accomplished nothing, which good, is the good. Exact, okay, exactly. That is any what final, you're trying to shoot for. Did anyone have any final comments? Yes, on the rogues. Yeah, a lot of people are are uh, telling you guys to go fuck yourselves. 
No, about three no. of them. All right. And okay, gotcha. And Amanda, yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm not even looking. Yeah, he wasn't dead. Really. Dad, Dad, you're just shut up. Uh, Amanda, I'm sorry, didn't see fit to join us. I hope she'll listen afterwards. You have to put her name in the title. I the, should put it, put you it know, so there. they know, so they should, and be like, hey, you know, you should listen to this podcast. She sees her name, and they're like, oh, did they oh, talk those, about me? Those, those two guys, those idiots, those oh, creeps. God, I hate um, them. Can I plug? I want you to plug whatever. I just want to plug my social media. Um, come follow me, Michael underscore Nathanson on Instagram, M underscore Nathanson one on the Twitter. And, um, I've got a couple of really cool. Can, can people be friends with you on Facebook, on the Facebook? Oh, uh, if they want. Right. I don't, I don't do the Facebook as much. Right. They can like, I don't really, not the friends. I have like a, an official page, but gotcha. I barely, I love the Instagram. That's like, okay. that's where I live. Instagram, the, it's so, it's yeah. counterintuitive to me. Is it really? Yeah. Cause I'm like. All right, I like that. Now, how do you... And it, you, they make it very difficult for you to, like, re... re repost. Re-gram, re, oh, repost. Re-inst- yeah, repost. You got to get... Well, you just... Well, I'm not going to go... This is like talking to my grandpa. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to That's talk really to That's really sad. Me, you're not that old. Michael, can you help Jesus me out Christ. with my Instagram? No, I can't. All right. But um, no, I got a couple of really, really cool projects. One is a... You could see me live project, and one is a see me on camera project. All right, cool. So but you I'm, and I will talk about this afterwards. We will talk about it off yes. off podcast. But as soon as I can talk about it, I want to come back and plug Hell in and yes. talk about it. You are welcome here really anytime, it. my friend. Gracias, senor. And I would love to have you here with Ming. Man, it would be fun. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, mean, I don't really give a shit. I mean, fun for fun for him, maybe. Fun but. for him. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a chore <laughs> for the two of us. So, but thank you so much. Thanks for listening, everybody, and um. I have no, I don't have a, like, like a... Like a final thought? I don't have, yeah. Our final thought today is... Uh, oh, you don't have anything to plug, is what you're going to say. No, 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 no I, I have no sign-off phrase. Like on, he, does he have a sign-off phrase? No, on I Sell Comics, we do. What was it? I don't remember. It's just, uh, there you go. We sell comics. <laughs> we sell comics. <laughs> and also, we sell comics. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's um, well, let's just say, uh, I don't know, we're the, bre- we're the bread and we're missing our... No, let's not. We're, say we're that. the pork bun, and we're missing our pork. How about uh, <laughs> smell you later? <laughs> 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 <laughs>